Welcome to the Vine Church TC Community Podcast. This is Jamie Jones, your host, and I am so excited to share with you conversations with people right here in our very own community. I hope this brings us all closer together and reaffirms to each listener that you belong. Well, it has been a little while since we have had a new episode on our community podcast, and I have missed it. I've missed having these conversations, so I am very, very happy to have a new one to share with you. Oh my goodness, my guest, I could not be more delighted with who I had a conversation with and that I get to share it with you. So my guest today is Jesse Campos. He is the executive director of Adult and Teen Challenge. And there is so much packed into this conversation, so many things that he shares that are just amazing. And the work they are doing is incredible and it's making a huge difference. And I am just so happy to know more about what this organization is doing and to share that with you. So without any further ado, here is my conversation with Jesse Campos. Well, I don't know if you recognize me or not. I do. I do. Okay, so you remember from way yeah. back in the day, Bethany yeah. Worship Center, like yes. yeah. many, many moons ago, mm-hmm. you and and your brother Abel, we met a long time ago. So yeah. I think if I remember correctly, you've actually been involved with Teen Challenge for quite quite some time. Is that right? Yeah. Um, actually, I'm, I'm the founding director I'm here over 13 years ago. And then I left and did another organization and did a little journey there. And then uh, now I'm back uh, as executive director since uh, last April. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So I went full circle, came back around and um, just came back. Yeah. Where everything started for me. So. Well, I can't wait to hear all about it. And so first of all, I just would love to hear a little bit about who you are. So tell me about yourself and... And then a little bit more about what role you play in in the organization. Sure, um, Jesse Campos. Um, I'm born in Riverside, California. Um, by the time uh, we moved here a long time ago, uh, my father took up a uh, Spanish Assembly God Church uh, here in Pasco, Washington, and uh, raised up there. And uh, basically, a pastor's kid, but um, a pastor's kid with a story. I had to say, Mom, pastor kid gone wild. Uh, started doing drugs at the age of nine, uh, gang affiliates at the age of 12. Really known some friends of mine that took their lives and, and seen a lot of things that not necessarily everybody should see and witness. But um, by the grace of God, I'm still here. Um, and uh, so my heart really in 1995 is when God really took a hold of me. And I really knew what uh, a relationship with God was all about. Um, I grew up in church. So for me, for pastors' kids, sometimes it's just what we do, but it's not really meaningful or or experience as we yeah. should. We just grew up. Now, this is what we do, and it becomes tradition. It becomes ritual. It becomes um, the thing we do every day, but not really meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, Nineteen ninety five is is uh, I got jumped by another gang, and I was left for dead, and um, that kind of just shook me a little bit. And uh, that's when I decided, and I was a drug addict too. So um, that's when I decided to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I need something. And uh, 
I went to Bible school and that's where God really transformed me. It, um, and uh, since then I had a passion and, and a, a will and a, just a, a compassion for people, especially people, uh, marginalized individuals, mm-hmm. those uh, within the margins that really are seeking God, um, but they don't know how to or lost and they don't know there's no hope out there. Um, so those those are the individuals I love the most. So I've been years doing uh, mentorship for gang affiliate young kids. Uh, been working with Juvenile Justice Center for a long time as mentoring uh, kids and helping kids. Work with the Paso School District, Kenway School District, and Richard School District for at-risk kids as well. Um, I've been all over the place, uh, just mentoring and giving uh, uh, lectures on that. Um, just to, just trying to do what, what God wants me to do. And oftentimes we ask that question, why God is allowing me to go through this? And now I understand that God has called me for those that have been in there. And uh, so now um, I'm director of Teen Challenge and been here since last April. And really my heart is really just to to love on these guys. And uh, it's, it's a one-year residential program, faith-based program uh, for drug recovery and so we have a lot of individuals coming through our, our center that really need help and really need hope. Mm-hmm. And so one of our, our logos, our models is uh, putting hope within reach for every drug addict. And that's what we want to do is put hope within reach of everybody that comes to our, our center. Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, yeah. Wow. What a powerful story. So how old were you in 1995? I'm curious. I was 1995. I was about 24, 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm old, man. I'm 49. Well, old. not that old, but and just kind of <laughs> just kind of putting into perspective because that was a really young, young exposure that you had. So that was that was a significant amount of time. Yeah, yeah. In it, your life. It was, I just thank God that uh, that He's helped me through it and um, that I'm here. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you kind of alluded to to your organization's mission. Could you expand on that? Or is there more to the mission of, of Teen Challenge? And am I calling it correctly? Is it called Teen Challenge or what is it? No, it, it is. Well, we changed our name uh, a couple of years ago. So it's adult in Teen Challenge now. Um, for the fact of the reason is that majority of our residential programs are for adults. Uh, we, we have very few uh, adolescents. We call them adolescent centers. Um, so everyone's getting confused with that. So now we just added adult and teen challenge. Um, so, um, that's what we, that's, that's the name that we have so far, but I'm gonna read this to you. It's, uh, we help people to become mentally sound, emotionally balanced, socially adjust, physically well, and spiritually alive. Um, that is our, our mission is to find those again, put hope in there so they can be that holistic, uh, person that God really wants them to be. And uh, so that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we, we try to do to every individual that comes in here. Wow. So what is the history? Uh, you said your name has changed. And so I'm curious about the history of adult and teen challenge. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, way back when in 1958, uh, a, a, a white pastor guy from Philadelphia I read a news article in the Times Magazine of six kids that beat up a uh, disabled or mentally ill uh, individual, and they were on trial. And uh, he was filled with compassion that he said, man, I have to do something. 
So he went to New York and to find that that trial, that trial was going on. And uh, so he he uh, went there and stood in front of the judge and said, hey, just let me have him. You know, let, let me do something. We need to, I know the answer. And the answer is Jesus Christ. And of course, he was mocked and, 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 and laughed at and whatnot. But that then um, during that time there in New York, he's seen just the chaos and the lost. And it was really profound for him. Uh, drug addiction was was rampant. Um, poverty was was all over the place. Uh, so he saw teens and, and, and young kids just running around in, in the neighborhoods, uh, stealing, um, um, doing whatever they had, already drug addicts, uh, gang infested. Um, so his heart and compassion was to open up a center for for guys um, that were in the margins. And so he opened up the first center in uh, New York, uh, 1960. But during that time before he, did, he could open up, there was a lot of challenges. And, um, you know, when individuals are, 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 are in the margins, oftentimes trust is very hard to gain uh, for the reason is, is that they've been dropped so many times. Uh, they've been hurt so many times. Uh, they've been afflicted so many times. So trust is very hard to, to gain for those, uh, some of us that have been within the margins. And, and uh, so he had to develop that. So it took him a while and, and gain that trust in the neighborhoods there in New York. And, but he finally um, got that trust and established it. Uh, Team Challenge, who at the time was Team Challenge. Mm-hmm. And now we have over, I want to say close to 300 centers uh, globally all around the world. Um, and uh, so that's, that's something that we, uh, we, we love. And that's, that's something that we, we um, like to do is to reach out for those that need it most. Yeah. Wow. So, so his vision just kind of multiplied. Absolutely. Over time. You know, you know, it's a a really an epidemic going on as far as drug addiction. I mean, uh, here locally, we, we have seen fentanyl as opioid opioid that has really taken lives already young kid lives and, and young adult lives. And, and so this is not something that is should be overlooked. It is something that we need to be looking at and say, hey, we need some, we need to stop this because it is affecting a lot of young adults, teenagers, um, and it's it's something that we need to look at. Absolutely. So, well, it's yeah. it's so devastating. Absolutely, and uh, I already know about three guys that I personally did funerals for uh, because of fentanyl and uh, and those drugs. So it's. It's heart. It's heartbreaking, you know, and it yes. really is. And oftentimes, I believe a lot of people just don't get it until it happens to them. And mm-hmm. uh, just uh, not too long ago, I uh, I was at a uh, high school doing a presentation in different classes, and we spoke to close to 70, 80, 80 students. And uh, I asked a question every time, every friend of the class, you know, do you know anybody that has an alcoholic problem or a drug problem? And I kid you not, about 95, 98% of those kids raised their hand. And you know that it's a situation that drug has a prevalent impact in our community when almost all the kids I've talked to know somebody that is doing drugs. And so um, that's something that we need to look at and something that we need to, to reach out for and, and just really help those. And oftentimes people don't know what adult teen challenge that we're here and we're able to help. So... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's part of why I'm really happy to talk to you today because I want to learn more about it and, and spread the word and just, you know, 
whoever is listening to this podcast can just, you know, become more aware yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and learn more about what you're doing and, and the help that you're providing. So mm-hmm. if you could uh, share what the core values are of, of your organization, I sure, would love yeah, to. Hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it's really, it, it's, it's founded on three principles and I have to read it because I don't know all of them by, by yeah, heart. But, that's good. Uh, it, it's recovery. One of our pillars is recovery, helping those. Recovery de- uh, describes the journey that we make between being lost and being found in the darkness uh, to light from broken into in, in repair. So recovery is from grabbing those guys in the depths of, of, of addiction and helping and pulling them up so they can recover. You know, Job says uh, in the book of Job, uh, the Lord says, you know, I, I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to rebuild and, and recover the years that you have lost. And oftentimes that that's what we that's what we want to do is to recover those years that these individuals have lost the sense of being a son, being a father, being an uncle and being a loved one to families. And then reconciliation by focusing first on the relationship with Christ students have a mountain forgiveness and repair relationships are restored and hope for the future is restored. So again, once we recover, once we, we, we establish, then they can reconcile mm-hmm. and then transformation, building our students, identifying of the foundation of Jesus Christ allows for an ongoing transformation and like long time growth, lifetime growth. And so that's something that we want to establish in that, you know, in every, in every, uh, a drug, drug or alcohol, organization uh, they always say you know find your higher power and and we believe that the, the highest power is christ and uh, so we install that in 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 their in their walk and their time here and let them know that that without jesus it's very hard to recover so yeah, yeah so those are our three uh core values that we have mm-hmm. wow that's powerful yeah and uh what an impact that can make in somebody's life. So I would love to hear about how you're serving the Tri-Cities and, and what are the community needs that you're addressing? I mean, oh, you did talk geez. about, yeah, you talked about you were in a school and you were, you were talking to some young people, but um, can you expand on that and the, the community needs that you see in the there's, Tri-Cities? There's of, yeah, there's, there's a lot of community needs. Um, one thing that we would like to do, I mean, we believe in the kingdomship mindset and not a colonized mindset. Um, so kingdomship is looking at the whole kingdom and collaborating with others and not being colonized as far as this is my territory and you can't cross it, you know? Um, so we are partners with a lot of individuals and a lot of organizations here in the community to really help with the, the, the epidemic that's going on with drug addiction, uh, lost families and whatnot. Um, but we have a, a comprehensive approach that that we do and help uh, with our communities. And one of them is outreach. Uh, we have a jail ministry. We have street evangelism. We have prevention in high schools and schools that we can go and do prevention. Uh, we have a compassion outreach, which we help the homeless. Um, as a matter of fact, this Friday, uh, March 18th and 19th, um, we're going out and uh, we call it Operation Red Eye, which is between 9 p.m. to midnight. And we uh, definitely, we, we uh, hand out clothes, hygiene and food. And cause I was homeless when I was a drug addict. So I know, um, you know, there's oftentimes there's homelessness continues after five o'clock. Homelessness can hunger continues after seven o'clock. So we want to be out there with the, the, in the midnight hour and give some dignity, some light and some hope and some smiles and hugs and acceptance to those on the street. So, 
we do that. And we do community-based discipleship. We have a lot of mentoring programs that we help individuals and young kids. So we're, we're about to uh, launch that here in the next month, a mentorship program for at-risk kids here in, in our center. Uh, we have a res- like of course a residential uh, recovery program. It's a long-term discipleship program. We have some adolescent centers uh, here in, in uh, Pacific Northwest. We have a uh, 18 and under girls program in Boise, Idaho, and that uh, right now we have close to 40. Well, actually, 46 students in there right now. Um, and then we have our our Teen Challenge Ministry Institute. That if anybody wants to get closer uh, to God and want to learn more, they can actually go to the institute. Uh, institute. Yeah. So uh, with that, with the recovery program, um, we also have a vocational training program within it. Uh, so we have certification, we have, and we build work ethic, and we do soft skill training. So these guys can get a vocational certificate after they leave. Uh, we have a thrift store here in Pasco that we're looking into uh, opening up a bigger store. Um, but uh, it's something that the guys get to understand what structure is all about, what worth ethic is all about. And while they're working, they're being still installed the love and acceptance of Jesus Christ. Um, so we're, we're looking into the future, opening up a, a, a detailed body shop um, here as well. And and, and Omar, we're praying for a taco truck as well. So we want to awesome. be, be mobilized and teach these guys um, what work is about. And especially in high pressure um, times, because in life, there's a lot of high pressure things that are going on. And then our fourth one, our last one, um, is our outpatient therapy. We do assessments, threat uh, treatment plans, relapse prevention, and life skills education. Um, we are uh, we have a, a it's called Life Renewal, and we have an office here in, in Pasco um, that right now that all our students go through uh, uh, counseling and uh, mental health as well. We have a mental health counselor too that, that will be there. As well, so they they're both uh, uh, looking at addiction triggers and, and how to cope with 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 trauma and whatnot. And then we have a mental health uh, counselor that actually helps them when you know. Oftentimes, a lot of doing a lot of dope, you know, sometimes they affects their mind. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we have a mental health counselor as well that's on here. So um, later on, we're going to be opening up to the community too. So um, we're excited about that too. So it's called Life Renewal. So those three aspects is something that we help with within our communities that a lot of people don't know what we do. So it's our outreach, it's our residential, vocational training, and outpatient therapy. Well, I feel like <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. And there was there was quite I, there was a lot you mentioned there. You said jail, uh, jail ministry. You're out on the streets. You're doing prevention. Um, the thrift store. The I mean, there's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a there, there's a huge need, I believe, in our region here, and, and I think that, um, especially for a faith-based recovery program, um, you hardly any see there's a faith-based recovery program, and I want to say that we're we're probably one of the ones that are one-year program, faith-based discipleship program that's been really effective. Uh, way back when, um, in the early 2000s, they came out with statistics that we have a uh, about a 70% success rate for all our students that come into a program. And, and if you compare that to any kind of uh, secular um, prevention programs or any kind of state level or federal level, it it, it outweighs them four or five times. Um, wow. So it, it's something that uh, it's effective, um, something that works, and it's something that we believe in, that Jesus Christ is the answer to this epidemic. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, even though it's uh, it's obviously not a perfect number, it still seems like it, that's a pretty high number considering oh, yeah. all the factors. Yeah. I mean, wow. statistically, looking at secular programs, you're coming between 15% to 20% success oh, rate. Oh, wow. So, so you look at 70%, that's, that speaks volume. And we, we're one of, one of the organizations that actually sits in the White House cabinet for drug and alcohol. So uh, really? look, they have seen our, our statistics and they've seen how we work. And so they invited our organization um, to sit in the White House cabinet. And we've been there for years now. So having said that, a lot of people don't don't understand, but we're right there in the forefront of drug addiction. We're right there in the forefront of, of, of this epidemic. We're right there in the forefront of helping families and loved ones to, to overcome addiction. Mm, that is just awesome. So what are the challenges then or hurdles that that adult and teen challenge faces? I'm going to go from the student and then up to the organization. Mm -hmm. I think the first time the student is challenged is, is man, is this really worth a year? Um, so the, the challenges there that we face is, is getting students to commit for one year program. When there's 60 day programs and 90 programs, quote unquote, the, the secular uh, have, they'd rather do that than a whole year. But then again, you look at the statistics as far as success rate, it's very low. Um, we have guys come into our program that have been through those programs uh, 11 times, 15 times, you know, and they've never overcame the situation or challenge in their life. Um, but they graduate here and now they're five years clean, you know, six years mm. clean. And so it, it, it's really uh, uncomparable to, it's like apples and oranges to, 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 to do that. So, mm -hmm. so find that, that hurt individual and let him know that, hey, you stay here long enough. Um, there's a really good chance that you can come if you submit yourself and being vulnerable. So those are the challenges that the mind puts on a lot of our students here. Mm -hmm. And also uh, the, the challenge is, is, is uh, for organizational is, is donations um, mm -hmm. and fundraising. Um, we're a nonprofit and literally a nonprofit, you know, we don't <laughs> have any kind of money. We're going day by day, you know, week by week because we don't have any kind of federal or state level grants that, that support us. All our, our, our funds come from friends and donors. Um, we, we do have an intake fee that people have to uh, hopefully um, pay when they come in, but we never negate anybody from coming to the program for the finances reasons. Mm -hmm. So we have, right now we have about, I want to say 80% of our students that are in our program right now have not paid at all. Mm -hmm. So we rely on donors. We rely on individuals that come in and, uh, um, and give us donations. We do a lot of fundraising. Matter of fact, this Friday, tomorrow, we have an online event, and Kurt Cameron is going to be our, our, our speaker that day. And Kurt is going to speak about team challenge and effectiveness, effectiveness that we do here in the Pacific Northwest. So uh, we have a uh, silent auction and whatnot. So we have a, we had Tony Dungy uh, last year as our main speaker. Tony Dungy has been a great coach, Hall of Fame coach in the NFL, and he spoke about team challenge and the effectiveness that we do. Um, wow. So, I mean, a lot of people have heard about us nationally, but locally and regionally, we're still a, a great secret. In, in <laughs> so do you have a, you said you have a residential facility. And uh, so is that located in Pasco? It is located in Pasco. Uh, and right now we have one residential facility that, that can accommodate about 24 men. Um, and then right next door, we have two houses uh, located side by side. 
And the other house is our training center, which has our chapel, our classroom, our, our a kitchen and facility for guys can eat. We have our offices in there as well. Um, so, um, so yeah, so that, that, that's what we have right now. Isn't so, it? What's that? So that's, that's quite a bit of an expense, an ongoing daily expense for, for that, just that piece of the operation. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and looking at everything that we do, as far as the, the outpatient therapy, the residential, the outreaches, also some, some of the outreaches we do cost to, to reach and do things. And then also our vocational training, you know, the all encompass uh, vocational training, including the thrift store and other uh, micro businesses that we want to open, it, it, it costs money. And the reason why we do that is that to help people, uh, nobody's gaining fat pockets here. <laughs> it's, it, this is uh, literally a nonprofit uh, organization. And uh, yeah. uh, other than that, we just believe in Christ and we believe that our students will, will recover and overcome the situations that they come in with. So um, our budget, if I should say, is about $1.1 million a year. Uh-huh. So that's something that we have to raise and have to do whatever we can yeah. uh, to, to get there. And we have some awesome donors that, that helped us here, um, but we continue need to be, you know, have more. Right. So, so uh, yeah, we're, we're excited and we believe that God will provide. Yeah. Well, and God is faithful and, and to trust him and that this is his work. Mm-hmm. you know, which it is, then, yeah. then, then he will provide. But part of that is, is creating awareness and, and then an invitation for people yeah. to partner yeah, yeah. with yeah. what and you guys are doing. Absolutely. I would love to invite you and your team to come and, and, and check it out. So you guys can see firsthand what we do here and, and uh, see our facilities too. So if anybody does want to come in and take a tour of our facilities, they're more than welcome. They just, just need to call our, our center and, uh, which is 509-547-2389 and I'll set up a time and I'll be happy to, to, to give you guys a grand tour. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So you, you shared already uh, a bit of your personal story, but do you have um, more that you'd want to add to that about how being a part of this mission has impacted your life and, and why you're involved? i tell you what, man, I wish somebody would told me about an organization when I was homeless. Uh, somebody had told me about this organization when I was a drug addict and lost and hurting. Um, uh, really, I think a majority of the students that we have just need a moral voice to come in and, and say, hey, man, you are loved and you are cared for. And um, it's something that I wish I had somebody like that telling me. That. And um, it's something that can change lives. Um, we're not just a program. And I often say programs graduate people but relationships change people. And, and this is what we want to do, develop relationships uh, that will be really uh, deep and profound that changes an individual. Mm-hmm. And so uh, uh, that's what we want to do. And uh, I, I think I, I'm, I'm so in it because again, I, I could have been one of these students, you know? And, and so I know the hurt, I know the pain. And then besides what you know, I love about it is that I'm a former drug addict. So you're going to come here looking high and say, bro, you're high. You're like, you, know, <laughs> you, you, you can tell, calm, bro. You know, it's like, <laughs> I want to tell you straight up, bro. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I wasn't a square all my life, man, but you high, dude, you know? So yeah, it's awesome to, to come into, to put with guys. Um, we have, uh, we have two interns right now that have graduated the year program and they come in for another a year program in their internship. And all my staff right now are former graduates of Teen Challenge. 
So we all know the drug addiction, bro. We all know the hurts and pain that come with it. And that's why I just love, you know, helping these guys. And it, and it really, it, it's not about checking the box. It's about loving on these guys and accepting them and, and, and really making life transformation in their lives. And I go home sometimes stressed out because a student left or, or, you know, financial reasons or whatnot. And, um, but it's something that that uh, I go home still yet with a smile on my face. There's there's one thing that you can go and go to work and, and have a career, and and just do that and, and support your family. But I could do that besides also make God smile, yeah. and, and and that's what I love about this. I know we're making God smile every single day once we love these guys and hug these guys, kiss them on the cheek, and play around with them. Yeah, I, I know God is just like that's. That's what I like, you know. Yeah, so, well, that's the heart. That's the heart of God. That is the heart. Yeah, absolutely. So it makes me happy. Uh, makes me, uh, 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 you know, you get me in front of people, man. I, I, I tell them about Team Challenge all the way. And, yeah, uh, so it, it, it really uh, bleeds. Uh, I bleed Team Challenge, and I really believe in, in this organization. And I'm not being um, biased by any means. I really do believe in this program. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's powerful. Beautiful. So do you have a story of, of someone that you could share Yeah, absolutely. uh, uh, about how it's, uh, their life has been impacted? I tell you what, I'm just a lot of stories that we can share with you, but there's one recently, um, this, this young man came in from Hermiston. Uh, he came in, um, an alcoholic and, uh, if I want to go in detail, just, just think about a guy coming in, that uh, if I can get dramatic, because I think we have to get dramatic so people can actually understand the situation. He had feces all over himself. I mean, he was that kind of alcoholic. Um, couldn't walk in here. He was done. Came in here and um, about six months in the program, he comes into my office and said, hey, Jesse, like what? Now I know what, why God brought me here. I go, why? And he's like, I, I want to, take the gospel back to where I live. I want to go and, and, and share God's love with my town. And I'm going to graduate, and that's what I want to become. I, I want to help people just like me. You know, when you when you see somebody that that is that is lost in, in, in the addiction and in alcoholism, and then you see the transformation in their lives and say, hey, you know what? I want to go spread the news. I want to go help people. I want to transform my city for the honor and glory of God that just changes the whole dynamic on what we do. It's not just being productive, it's actually being influential. Um, and so it's something that he he's wanting to do. Um, and there's plenty of stories I can share with you that, mm-hmm. you know, a guy died three times and Narcan had a, they had the police officers and fire department had put Narcan and he died three times. And, but he came in here and uh, I believe we have an impact in his life. Um, so the, the, there is a lot of stories that we can go from guys shooting up in their neck, heroin between their toes, and God has radically changed, changed their lives. I mean, <laughs> there's stories and I can go on and on, but those stories are honoring glory of God and with the power of what God can do to somebody's life when they submit and be and and uh, have uh, you know being that vulnerable state. God wants us to be vulnerable and say it's not about me, but it's all about you, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's hard to pick one story, but that is a beautiful story, and and somebody just right here, yeah, um, locally. So that's just amazing, Absolutely. amazing work. Yeah. Um, 
So what are some ways that people can support Adult and Teen Challenge? Well, um, as an executive director, I mean, always financially is something that we we, we definitely need. And mm-hmm. uh, they can do it, you know, send a check or call our, our center or even go on our website, www.teenchallengepnw.com and look under uh, donation and click Tri-Cities uh, Campus and, and do that there. But there's also opportunities. Opportunities, I always say the opportunities of lifetime have to be seized in a lifetime of the opportunity. And oftentimes we're not getting younger, so all of us are getting older. And there's opportunities here to serve. Um, so if you'd like to come and serve our, our students as far as just hanging out with them, reading a book, give them a devotion, or, or, or if, you, if you have a, a trade that you do on the side, like welding or anything like that, and you want to teach a guy or whatever it is, our vocation, we have another vocation program too, is our, is our, our labor uh, program, which we have a yard um, a crew that goes and, and does, you know, mows lawns and whatnot and, and does a lot of landscaping and stuff. Uh, we have some uh, light construction, does flooring, um, stuff like that. So when, and if you need somebody, you know, definitely if that's how you can partner up, hiring somebody for your project, you know, mm-hmm. and you, we can get a couple of guys out there. But also volunteer in the center, volunteer in our outreaches. Um, we're definitely looking for for individuals helping with us with that, you know. And uh, if you know how to cook, man, come on down. <laughs> we, we, we have a great kitchen that you can come and cook, and you, and our guys love visitors, so you can show them how to cook and, and whatnot, or just drop by a box of cookies, cakes, or sandwiches, whatever you want. You can definitely do that, and you also can definitely uh, if you know. If you have any stuff laying around the house that you want to donate to Goodwill, uh, that's fine. But we also have a thrift store that you can donate to. And, yeah, uh, tell me the name. Tell me more about that. What What's the name of that thrift store and, and the location? Called, it's called Teen Challenge uh, Donation Center uh, Thrift Store. So um, you just have to give them a call. They can go pick it up, um, or or uh, you can drop it off. And it's, it's let me you know I forget the phone number. <laughs> well, if you just the name is good and and it's located in was Asco, it on uh, Sylvester? Okay. Um. Um. So it's uh for those old timers that have been here for a long time and know Pasco and been Pasco for a long time. It used to be the old uh, Saint Vincent de Paul thrift store, right across from the Eagles, um, uh, Armory or whatever it is, right across yeah. the street from that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's awesome. So, um, so the first step, if a person wanted to to get involved, would you say would be to go online and and check out your website and 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 give you a call or what? What would the first if somebody wanted to volunteer? What's the first step that they? Well, you, they can give us a call or they can download the the application volunteer application on our website. And they can fill it out and bring it to our center, and uh, uh, we definitely can talk to them about it, and then uh, definitely um, put the prep paperwork in, and then we can say, "What do you want to do? Well, how we like to do, you know, and stuff like yes. that? What can we okay. use the most?" So um, that's something that uh, that we'll be able to help out with, and uh, and you'd be a blessing. I'm telling you, once you, I, I had when I first was here way back in, geez, I want to say 2010 or 2011. When we founded the Team Challenge, um, uh, we had an uh, an older couple that that were afraid, you know, and the myth of, well, I never did drugs or I never drank, you know, I never was on the streets, and how can I, you know, be a a a mentor or how can I be somebody that they look up to? I, I can't relate to them. Well, that's definitely false. 
Um, you, you don't have to be an ex drug addict or ex alcoholic or anybody. All you need to do is come and love on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been here since. Uh, they volunteered when I first got here, and they still. As a matter of fact, they just left my office not too long ago, and they've been here and they love it. They love it, and every time they get a chance to talk about Team Challenge, they do. Um, they're elderly now, you know, you know, a couple of knee operations later, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they're they're here. I mean, and they totally love it. And uh, uh, we love them. You know, all our guys call them Grandpa Barb and you know Grandma Barb and, and Grandpa uh, Tom. So <laughs> they love them, and uh, our guys just totally adore them. So if you're wanting to come and just hang out, you know, play chess or checkers or card games whatever it is or come and read a book with them or just the devotion just hang out man these guys would love it because a lot of time a lot of our guys um burnt bridges so they don't have a lot of relationships anymore Mm -hmm. um so any relationship they can get will be they'll be they'll just love it to death Mm -hmm. so yeah so is the location of your do you disclose the location or yeah, I can just yeah, close okay. our location. Uh, I'm going to give you our admin office rather than residential. It's okay. 20, it's 2520 West Pearl Street in Pasco, mm-hmm. um, Washington, 99301. Um, and again, our phone number is 509-547-2389. And, and on, web, yeah, go ahead, website. And our website is www.teenchallengepnw.com for Pacific Northwest, Teen Challenge Pacific Northwest. So it's Teen Challenge PNW. Dot com. Okay. Well, I have one more question for you. I mean, I, I feel like I have a lot more, but for this, for this time, um, I'm going to wrap it up, but I would love to know what is one thing that's bringing you joy right now, Jesse? You I mean, I don't want to sound cliche or anything, but, but, you know, besides my family, um, is actually seeing guys change. I mean, with everything that we go through and the, the work that you put into your ministry or to your calling and whatnot, you feel like you're not effective enough or you're not doing enough. But when we gr- when we graduate a student or when a student, you know, is, is thanking you for a changed life, man, that right there trumps any stress, any, yeah. any worries, anything that yeah. you've gone through. It, it really trumps that. It's like, that. oh, that's why. That, that yeah. makes it worth it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And it really, honestly, it, it's, it's not getting up and going to work. It, it, I enjoy what I do is getting up and doing what I love doing. And yeah. um, man, just, you know, all in general, just this place and what we, get, what we get to do is, is I can be here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but my wife says no, so no. <laughs> for that. But other than that, I mean, this, this what gives me joy and uh, I just appreciate and thank God for the opportunity uh, of my lifetime to be a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again so much for taking well, the time. Thank you for the opportunity to do this. And uh, I'm grateful for your leadership, I'm grateful for your church to allow us to be here. So thank you. And same your husband. I will. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell Tony hi. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Say hi to Miriam. We'll do. Okay. Right. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of these stories that help us connect with each other right here in the Tri-Cities.